Welcome to Toad's Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember very well, and then we watch that movie, and then we talk about it again with new knowledge about what we've learned in the past. My name is Dan (laughs) Jaquette. I'm Molly Chase. I'm Dan Linden. I am Beth Gibbs. And our movie this week is Silence of the Lamps. Because it's Halloween, you guys. Yeah. The most Halloween movie that we've all seen that we thought would be good to watch. Sure. I've seen people dressed up as Hannibal Lecter for Halloween. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. Um, I was actually really hoping it would be Beetlejuice. Are we too late for Beetlejuice? <laughs> Were you not in the conversation we had <laughs> no, talking about this so. movie? Let's just Silence of the Lambs is kind of scary. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. It's Halloween, Molly. Ooh. Can I start on the, when, I, when I saw this movie? Yeah, do it. Yeah. Okay. Um... I, this is one of the movies, the top 100 films ever made, oh, yeah. American Film Institute. Um, and I... have seen all of them. Yes. <laughs> no. I do not like scary movies. I don't like being scared in any way, so this is going to be intense. <laughs> um, I watched this movie on my computer, on my laptop, and when it got to the very scary parts... I, I minimized the screen so it was about <laughs> two inches, <laughs> three inches. Um, so... Most of the movie I've seen in miniature version. That is amazing. Did you put like in the background something really cheerful, like yeah. a Lisa Frank unicorn <laughs> yeah. or something? Yeah, it's I like, think it was okay. flowers at the time. Yeah. Well, I feel like that would ruin windows. Lisa Frank because <laughs> you still get that audio, right? You'd have oh, some yeah. sort of. And dark Buffalo Bill has got some crazy shit coming out of his mouth. Oh boy! Oh. <laughs> I don't remember much about seeing this movie. I remember the movie. I feel like I didn't. I didn't definitely didn't see it in the theaters. I was probably too young. I don't I know. Like, I don't know when this movie came I out. I feel like it was like. Uh, I feel like we would have to be have been too young to go to the theaters, unless we had very neglectful parents. Yeah, but I probably watched it. I bet I watched this with my dad. I feel like this might be mm-hmm. another VHS recording, <laughs> off free cable. Yeah, with my dad, and my brother. Yeah, that seems likely on this movie. Uh, getting deals. Getting deals. <laughs> getting deals. Well, I'm so I'm a little bit older, and so I'm going to guess that I probably did see this in the theater. And I hate scary movies and do not enjoy being scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I distinctly remember thinking, well, it's a Jodie Foster movie. Sure. So it'll be okay. And the opening scene is her like jogging in her FBI right uh, sweatshirt. Ooh, I was like, oh, this is going to be all right. Yeah. And and then it gets terrible. Wasn't Jodie Foster's first movie Taxi Driver? Oh. Or Taxi? Taxi. Wait. Taxi. No, Taxi, taxi, taxi Driver. Sh- <laughs> but there's one with Creed Latifah, right? <laughs> with Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> yes, but that is from like 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's one with Bobby D. That yeah. I've never seen. I haven't seen it either. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, uh, it's very violent, and I believe she is She the plays child. a young yeah. child prostitute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Who has like some point. sort of relationship with Bobby D. I am not sure if it's sexual or not. The point is, Jodie Foster movies aren't always harmless. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them, actually. I feel like she has a pretty steady rep of being in, like, kind of disturbing... Thriller type yeah. movies, Panic Room. Yeah, that was yeah. filled with panic. But that's post <laughs> post lambs. Can we watch Panic Room? No, <laughs> no, I refuse to watch that movie again. <laughs> wow, we have all seen that movie. Yeah, it's oh, true. Good. Oh well, then maybe we'll do it later. <laughs> I am pretty sure the first time I saw this movie was in high school, 
because a friend of mine wanted to see something creepy, and none of us had really seen this movie. And I remember distinctly sitting in this girl's basement, and we were teens, so there was a lot of, like, riffing happening. And the guy, my friend who wanted to see something creepy, kept shushing us because he was trying to, like, experience the creepiness. <laughs> Get into the Which creepy. I feel like he should have done this on him by himself. Yeah. If he wanted to, like, immerse himself into the terrifying world of serial killers. Maybe he was trying to see who else was, like, into creepiness. Maybe he was trying to was like a, find a mate. Yeah, an audition for creepy. Although he was in a head, like, surprisingly steady and serious relationship for that age at the time. Like, they'd already been together for a few years. So I guess he was... I don't know. Maybe he was exploring his options. <laughs> <laughs> She's not creepy enough. We'll see. He'll come over and be sure. quiet during silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to go, go, like, 85 on this movie? No. No. It's, it's got to be early 90s. Yeah. It's got to be early 90s. 93? 91? I'm going to say 91. I'm just taking when 85 because that's what it's best. To quest bet 85? This is like my uh, Price is Right $1 yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. 1985. <laughs> I could have, I could have, no, I couldn't have seen this movie in 91 at the theaters. Right. I could have seen a movie. Sure. <laughs> I was going to the theaters no, in 91. Speaking of math. <laughs> no big deal. I'm uh, sure I saw Beating the Beast in 91. Yeah. No, it didn't. That no. didn't come out until. Never mind. I'm a liar. I'm a liar. Academy That's what you get for watching a hundred movies. Yeah. <laughs> Recently. Because yeah. you haven't watched a hundred movies? <laughs> well, not intentionally. Purposely. Yeah, not what, over what period did you watch your hundred AFIs? Was it like a, like an effort? Like, I'm, I'm doing one a day. Three years. Oh. Mm. That's pretty special. Yeah, that's not yeah. bad. Yeah, the like library. 33 and a third of movies <laughs> every for, year. If you're looking for movies... Go to the library. Was there a movie a that you only watched a third of every year for those three years? <laughs> yep. <laughs> to stay on track? Uh-huh. Yeah. Or you could start one yeah. and watch it over, you know, into the new year. Right. You can only do half and half that way, though. It took me three years to watch Gone with the Wind because it's that long of a movie. super long. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I only see the half of that. What? Which half? The first half. Oh my god, are you kidding? Yeah, there's like an official intermission in that and movie, right? you just right? gave yeah. up? Like, fuck this. <laughs> the second half's the best part. Well, That's where all the things happen. I wouldn't do anything It's where that. the South has crumbled. There's a big burning scene. Rhett is like, first. Rhett is a dick, but sort of justified in being a you dick. You start to really see things his way. Yeah. Right. It's a big turnaround. Scarlet, like, Jesus. digs deep. Dig deep. All of yeah. the one-liners. Yep, That's true. All right. the most famous lines are from the second half. Well, so, we can do watch the second half sometime. <laughs> I haven't seen, but you all have. That would be an amazing special yeah. episode. Yeah, we would need a weekend. Uh, back to can this we, movie. Yeah, yeah. Can yes. we talk about how creepy it is and how no one has ever gotten help moving a sofa into the back of a van oh, since this came out. What the oh, f? Is that how he? Gets yes, they were strangers. Yes, right? I vividly remember this. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, my arm's broken. Can you help me move this sofa into the back of my van? Yeah. And he, like, wedges her into the back and closes the door. Do you think this movie is what solidified the cargo van as, like, a vehicle of sinister intent? (laughs) I feel like it's a moving van. Hmm. Right. Not a white. Not like nope, a, it's like a, a it's a regular van. van. Oh, is it? I okay. Well, that's yes. a, a Molly Chase bet. <laughs> that it's is a, that a mini a van, regular van, just like a, a Nissan Quest or something, like a white, family van. Plain, maybe white or gray, but plain with van. windows. I'm going 
the opposite. I'm saying it is a cargo van. Cargo van. He is a journeyman. He comes off as a working man, blue collar. Mm -hmm. So people accept that he owns this van. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you and I actually, Dan, may be on the same page here because I'm not picturing like a minivan or like a conversion van. Yeah. I'm picturing like basically a cargo van. Yeah. A creepy yeah. white van. Driver's seat yes. and then open space. Yeah. Definitely no windows. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Ooh. Like a workman's van. Yeah. That like an electrician has or the cable guy or yeah. whoever. Yeah. Except instead it's just a couch. there might be windows, but no one can help her. Sorry. Is that in the opening? I no. remember like no. three no. things about this The movie. opening is she's singing American Jogging, Girl. right? Oh, yes. No. <laughs> uh, so apparently the more terrifying a movie is, the more I remember it. Yeah. Uh, but no, it starts out with Jodie Foster jogging. Uh, Early morning jog? Uh, in intense, maybe... I don't know. Do you want to... Is that a Jaquette bet? It definitely... Oh, I'm just... Uh, I'm thinking of any early morning jog is when you find a dead body, but that's not how it's Oh, no, they starts. don't find the no. body. No, she's just not driven. Murder no. Investigation. It's she's a just driven. She's going to make it as an FBI right. agent. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's when the abduction happens is via the van. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that's like halfway through the movie, isn't mm -hmm. it? Oh. Or something? Yeah. Is that a flashback? Or is no, because like no. he's been time. doing this for a while. Yeah. Oh. They, Buffalo they, Bill is an ongoing that's investigation. That's right, because he's, he's making stuff out of skin. Yeah. 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 He's trying to get heavier set women so he can make a right. human suit because oh. he wants to be a woman or yeah. something. Right. Yeah. That's most of what I remember is when he tucks his junk yeah. back. <laughs> the junk tuck. And goes like, I fucked me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, see, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. 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 Oh. It's real upset. Most Halloween <laughs> movie we could think of. It's scary. No one dresses Buffalo Bill with like in like a nude suit. I bet some people do it. Just, it. I bet some people do it. Lose their arms in a creepy oh, I wish our listeners could see your version of the Buffalo Bill dance. It's sort of like the Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, it's like a basketball is rolling yeah. <laughs> except your junk is tucked uh, yeah. in between your legs. It's like a like a flowing tree because you got like a straight base, but yeah. then the tops always <laughs> yeah. juicy. People always that people always you know are talk when people talk about this movie they always talk about how creepy Anthony Hopkins is. But I think the dude who plays Buffalo Bill is getting short tripped because that dude is way creepier. Okay, yeah. the creepiest part is that he keeps those giant moths in his oh, house. Oh, right. That's why there's a moth on the cover, yeah, and on the poster. He, when he, when oh, he murders, yeah. wait, is this a different person? When he murders people, he puts the moths in their mouth. That's the first. That's the first clue. I remember them taking like a tweezers and pulling this giant oh. mouth out of out of the body. Yeah, I don't know. We all look that's really... We're super there could be... This could be like a Batman kind of thing where there are countless, like, themed killers in yeah. this city. I have I no idea if, if he's like, the dude with the moths. I, I can't remember... Yeah, I think either he is the guy with the moths or there is a guy with moths and then he is like a copycat killer oh. kind of guy. Whoa. But I don't know. Where are you landing on this one? Okay, I have to make a decision. That's yeah. bad. I, I think he keeps the moths because I moth, think... Yeah. In the scene where he has the night vision goggles and she oh. uh, knows that he's in the room but can't see him, I think there are oh. moths flying around. Oh, oh. That's a creepy scene. It's I remember really, that scene, too. That's the scene where I minimize the, my scene. Pretty much the last, like, 20 minutes of this movie are incredibly disturbing. There is one funny like. line. Okay. Oh. Where a moment of levity. Where coming in and she has no idea what's about to happen. She says, don't worry, you're safe. And you're like, no, it's, well, I laughed out loud, I guess. <laughs> Is it supposed to be funny? I thought it was supposed to 
thought it was supposed to be sort of like just unsettling. Like. No, I thought it was supposed to be funny. Like here, she, you know, she's so earnest and trying so hard. Yeah. But she really is out of her element. That I think that's to me what makes a movie extra scary or, or convincing is when the protagonist really doesn't know. Like if you think about the difference between James Bond and uh, uh, Jason Bourne. Yeah. Mm. James Bond always knows what's going to happen. He's prepared for everything. But Jason Bourne has no idea. Like, the fact that he walks down the hall and pull like, a hotel wall and pulls a map off the wall and figures out his plan on the fly and things don't always work and you're not sure makes me so much more scared for him. Yeah. And I feel that with Jodie Foster if she had been some, you know, Mel Gibson character or something. Versus Batman. If she was Batman. If she's Batman, she would be completely confident in every yeah. situation. And she would have uh, punched through the glass and just grabbed Hannibal Lecter by the collar. Yeah. And be like, where's Buffalo Bill or whatever. I don't even remember. It's not even that he would even know where he is, right? right. It's more yeah. they're just trying to, like, figure out what he might be up to. Yeah, the theory is like, hey, we got a serial killer. Oh, we've got this serial killer we trapped. I bet he knows how brains of serial killers Because he's right? a noted psychologist. Yeah. yeah, he's also like a... Yeah. And he just, he eats people. Yeah. Yep. This other dude's taking skin. Yeah. Ugh. And maybe eating it? They don't, I don't know. Think so. Well, I guess they don't know, yeah. I don't think he is eating it. He's not, but He's they not. might not know that. I think the entire purpose is to make a suit. Correct. Right. How about Ghostbusters? <laughs> Where were you for the conversation we had about what movie to watch? I just didn't think you guys were serious. <laughs> Specifically said, this is not going to be a fun movie to watch. Ooh. I think it's going to be a fun episode of the podcast. <laughs> My palms are already sweating. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Ugh. Just remember, it is a fictional account. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Hopkins. <laughs> what? Just listen to Judy You're going to be fine. Don't yeah. worry. You're, you're safe. safe. Oh. We'll walk you to your car after the movie's over. Yeah. Oh. Do you have some furniture I need moved? No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Soon. But you're doing the movie. Oh, that's, yeah. that's that's true. That's a good point. Don't help Molly move. Yeah. you're the one in power in this case. Okay, sweet. Yeah, so you're the Buffalo Bill. Yes, no. you're okay. Buffalo Bill. And can we talk about too how gross that line is? It's the famous line about it, it puts the lotion yeah. on its skin. or it gets the hose. Or it gets the hose. Yeah, yeah. that's a fun line. Of I can't do it. His voice is creepy <laughs> as hell. He has a creepy voice? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Very, Buffalo Bill is so weird. One of the creepiest things is the scene we've talked when he's dancing around in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. He's putting lipstick on. Right. And his voice is oh, so deep so and raspy creepy. and gross and creepy. It's like, it's very His awful. voice is like if uh, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman mm. had been... R.I.P. Like, R.I.P. Wonderful actor. Had like just woken up. And it was really... And it like, 20 pounds. Yeah, and it was, like, really <laughs> muggy outside, and he just, like, couldn't... Like, he's just trying to get up in the... You know, and, like... But he had to, like, call somebody and just has to... Like, you can just see him, like, sitting on the edge of his bed, cradling his head, and just, like... He's like, I'd fuck me. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. I got it. It's terrifying. All right. I That's actually that. the creepiest part of that character is Number one creep. Yeah. Number one creep time? Yeah. Hey, what? let's all say what we think we're going to be the most creeped out about. Ooh, okay. The spookiest part of the Halloween movie. <laughs> I think it's going to be uh, night vision goggles. Mm-hmm. I remember that being a high stress time for me. 
I think for me it's going to be where Hannibal Lecter forces Clarice to tell the story of the Silence of the Lambs. Oh, right. that bothers me to no end. It's, oh. anim- again, animal cruelty. Yeah. Like, Oh, I don't remember that part. I kind of do. <laughs> I remember that there. That's why it's called that. There's a story about yeah. it, and the story's creepy. Yeah. That's the end of my memory about yes. the story. I think the lambs are dead, and that's why they're silent. Or no, I don't remember. Isn't it like that they know, or isn't it like they're about to die and they don't make any noise? And they've just, like, accepted their fate. I don't need to be pre-scared about it. I'm just <laughs> predicting that is going to be the scariest part of the movie. <laughs> I feel like the... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's just... Maybe the talking... Not the talking itself, but just that whole moment. <laughs> like, that whole window of time where we just kind of hang out with Buffalo Bill. I remember that just being, like, unsettling. Okay. I think that I'm going to be most creeped up by the... Uh, by the night vision, because I distinctly remember making the screen small. But also a creepy part is when Hannibal escapes and he uh, uses the face of another man as a mask um, to make it look like it's uh, not him. Oh, God, do we see something like that? Oh, no, there was a different one, the dragon movie. Never mind. There was a prequel. No. No. (laughs) No. It was not. Bruce Lee no. is a famous detective. Yes. <laughs> and he has to fight a bunch of serial killers on an island. Yeah. Until he finally fights him. Hannibal Lecter, who's holding, wearing a, a claw hand. Yeah. Yeah. And there's oh. a hall of mirrors. Can we watch that movie instead? Spooky <laughs> Bruce Lee. Yes. <laughs> the most Halloween Bruce Lee movie. How about an episode of Scooby Doo? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty spooky. <laughs> he escapes? I feel like he has yep. to. Hannibal? He does. I don't remember this. He's oh, yeah. He calls her at the end, and he's on an island. Yeah. Oh. He's, like, specifically... Hello, Paris. Isn't he yes. specifically... <laughs> or maybe that was the other Hannibal movie. Well, because somebody says to Clarice, are you worried he's going to come after you? And she said, no, that would be rude. He would find that rude. Yeah. And that, again, another hilarious line. Yeah, he's a gentleman. From uh, Clarice. He's a gentleman. <laughs> gentleman. Is this the one that has a scene where Jodie Foster goes to a house that's like his parents, but they're dead, and they've been dead a super long time? What? Yeah. What? And like that's, oh. Does that ring a bell? Yes. No. I'm saying nope. yes. This is a thing that happens. Okay. Dead parents' house. Dead. <laughs> or, or like, it's not, it's like his aunt or something. Yeah. Whose aunt? Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Oh. She's like going to try to find out information yeah. about him. And it's like there's a bunch of flies buzzing around. And she's like, what's going on? And then she opens it and it's like, ugh, smells like death. And then oh, she sees... Oh, they're dead in the house? They're dead in the house. And then... This could be a completely different movie. It might be Terminator. <laughs> what? Terminator? <laughs> yes. And yes. There's Terminator 1? Maybe. The, he kills somebody in their house. And then investigators come later. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> it might be in a lot of movies. Yeah, I, like I honestly bet it is in a lot of movies. But I'm going into this one. Okay. Uh, and it's like a small house out in the country. Yeah. yeah. And like mom and dad are dead, or maybe aunt and uncle. I feel like, I feel like I remember her going back to somebody's house, and she talks to like an aunt or something, and the aunt, and like there's a childhood bedroom, and she walks around and sees stuff. Is it covered in skin? Yeah. But no, but it is covered in like stuff like that would make you think that he would want to be a woman. Oh. I think 
Oh, there's like a sewing bust. Like a... Oh, and that's what they figures out because they can't figure out why. Oh, he's making the weird cuts. Yeah, they find the bodies and they have weird cuts. And then they figure it out that it's the form. This is a horrible choice. Do not want to watch this movie. Well, now I feel bad. But not really, because again, you were in the conversation loop where we tried to figure out what movie to watch. Like a two-day conversation. Yeah. And we, and I even specifically said, like, oh, we could, like, this will be, I said, like, Beetlejuice would probably be more fun. And no one chimed in. Oh, I missed my chance. I might have missed that part of the conversation. Was it on... Facebook Messenger, Google Hangouts. No, it was, I, it was on. It was there. The the little logos notif- seemed to suggest that other people had seen what I wrote. Yeah, I saw it. Thank you. I saw it. I'm okay. back up on that one. Jaquette's best. How does she figure anything out? All I remember. She's an amazing detective. She talks to, or is it just Hannibal? Does Hannibal do everything? For she talks her? to Hannibal no. and then finds the killer. And like everything in between, how does there's the so much work stuff work? that happens though? But I feel like you should just watch the movie because okay. I feel like we would otherwise just because I could tell you yeah. I remember what happens, but oh. that's boring. Most like a good chunk of this movie is just the two of them just sitting next to or like across from each other, right? Yeah, it's like a mental verbal battle. Yeah. Well, yes, but at first she goes in completely ill-equipped. She's trying to do just a, a general questionnaire. Oh, right. And he but he just eviscerates yeah. her uh, emotionally. Yeah. Um, and then... And uh, the other people in the prison are gross. Oh, they're super gross. And they throw oh. something at her, like spit or yeah. semen. It's oh, probably right. semen. <laughs> oh, and that's when is, Hannibal Lecter says... Are you says, putting Molly's bet semen? Molly's bet semen. Semen. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, Clarice, come back, come back. And he's like, I don't condone that behavior. Come back tomorrow and I'll talk to you about the serial killer. Yeah. So... So that's how, and then she keeps coming back. Is this a Batman movie? It feels like a Batman movie so far. What? There's like super villains, and they just talk to one that's in Arkham Asylum, and then they got to find the other one. I mean, it's a Batman movie in the sense that Batman, being the world's greatest detective, would operate in a similar way to Jodie Foster's character at times. It's possible there's a vat of acid. (laughs) That would be the... I don't think there is. I don't think so. There's definitely a bucket of lotion. A basket. A bucket of lotion? A basket. Oh, right. He lowers, he the... lowers the basket. Yeah. You probably couldn't see it on the screen. <laughs> yeah, because to me it was so small. <laughs> I thought it was a bucket. It's a what do you think? Jurgens? Name brand lotion? Oh, you think it's a product placement? Do it. a little product placement? Jurgens. Jurgens. Wow. I can picture that. Does this. Um... Would someone want. Would a lotion company want product placement <laughs> no. in this? Or like, would like... they pay to put the competitors? Like, would Jurgens <laughs> oh, be like, yeah, right. put in. Throw swab. some gold bond in there. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Does this movie have uh, the classic. Um, you are a law enforcement officer, but you do not have a penis, so we are going to undermine you. Oh, yeah. Thing happening? Yeah, probably. Okay. Plus, she is actually new on the force as well. Oh. So she's an overachiever. She keeps getting promoted a little Too faster early. than her age. Right. And so... Which is why she goes in green to talk to Lecter. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. isn't there a dude who, right before she goes to talk is like, good luck, wah, 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 yeah. or something? Like, he's kind of a dick about it. Yeah, there's definitely a dude that, like, tried before and, and he's failed. just like, fuck that guy. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure at some point Lecter fucks that guy over when he escapes, right? Because they have sort of an antagonistic relationship. Yeah. Like, the dude who kind of shits on Foster, oh, I'm pretty sure, gets murdered by Lecter. Yeah, maybe Ooh. that's, maybe his, he's face mask. Maybe. Oh. Someone, someone is definitely verbally a dick and then gets yeah. attacked by Hannibal Lecter. Did she talk to any other ladies? Do you think this passes Ooh, back to Yeah. The Bali Clava test? 
I feel like it doesn't because they're always talking about a male murderer, but I don't know if that is... But she talks about her childhood sometimes, doesn't she? So maybe she talks to someone that isn't Hannibal Lecter about that at some point. I wonder if she and the victim, I think, have at least some short conversation about saving the victim's life. But I think there's some, like, yeah, some conversation. That's a good bet. We should... Probably say what this test is. I don't think we've ever actually oh, said what the oh, Bechdel on test is. Mike, for, yeah, yes. for oh. people who don't know, <laughs> right? The Bechdel <clears throat> test, named after comic artist. Uh, oh God, I forgot her first name. Oh, typical. typical man. <laughs> <laughs> Someone. Allison? Yeah, that sounds. Is right. that right? That sounds right. Okay, put that down. <laughs> Beth, Allison Bechdel. Uh, she had this comic in. God damn it. The name of the comic, I don't remember what it is. It has the word Dykes in it. It's like Dykes Dykes to watch out for. Something like that. Anyway. The test itself is very simple. Yes. It is that a movie must contain two named female characters who talk to each other about anything other than a man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of movies fail this test. Most movies fail. Most movies fail this test. Right. So, I think Molly's feeling is right. I think that's the best chance, is the, like, talking to the victim about, like, hey, you're safe, are you okay? Like, because are you okay, yes, that would pass. Yes. Like, if that happened, yes. Mm -hmm. We'd get a pass on that. The point of this test is that movies are sad (laughs) when it comes to representation (laughs) of gender. Right. See, I feel like it's got a good chance. I feel like most... Most movies that have a female lead and are generally considered to be good movies, yes, probably passed. Which I think is both is true. Did you anyone see Heat? Oh. Is a good example of a movie that passes. We could watch that. The spookiest <laughs> Michael May movie. Are there women in the movie Heat? Well, yeah. Are you talking about the Heat or Heat? Oh, the Heat. Oh, <laughs> there we go. We could watch that. Let's watch that one. <laughs> we just recorded like half an hour of a podcast talking about this movie. You're the one who wants to go home early, and now here you are wasting tape. I'm going to call it tape. Yep. Recording on a cassette tape. Uh huh. Reel to reel. Reel to reel. Yep. i got to switch the reel guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I am not. I imagine, I imagine that while I will not consider this a bad movie. This might not be a fun movie-watching experience. I think it's going to be great, you guys. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy it. I'm going to turn it into humor. I will say this. I plan on deliberately seating myself next to Molly Chase oh. for the watching of this movie. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because I get a deep, <laughs> deep joy I have found in watching Molly watch movies with us. Yeah. I wonder... We'll definitely have a story about animals in danger. I don't think there's going to be animals directly in danger. There are. There oh. are. Oh. There's a little dog. Oh, no. No, I'm going to hate this movie. <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, you have to admire uh, a certain character, Spunk. Okay. I don't want to ruin it for you, but yes, there oh. is a little dog that belongs to a certain serial killer that does become endangered. Oh, Buffalo Bill's got a little doggy? Wow. Mm-hmm. Little buffalo dog, mm. <laughs> little baby that buffalo. Dog is little probably baby evil, buffalo? probably evil dog. I don't well, know. it's I mean, it's how the dog is raised. It's the owner's fault. <laughs> Do we yeah. think that's baby Cujo? Whoa, <laughs> tie in. We'll see. Is this based on a book? Yes, yes. Harris is the author. Thomas Harris, oh. I think. <laughs> is the, author. the name of the book was Harris. No, <laughs> I was like, who's no. that? Yes, this is based on a book. It is 
the not the first book though in which Hannibal Lecter was created. Mm-hmm. That was, I believe, the Dragon movie Tales. that became Red Dragon. <laughs> Dragon but it was also the movie Manhunter back in whatever oh, decade whoa. in which Brian Cox, beloved actor Brian Cox, played Hannibal Lecter. Wow. And I think he only showed up for a little bit. So he's like mm-hmm. the Joker. Brian Cox is Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. And Not, then well, Anthony Hopkins is Heath Ledger. I guess because I, but I don't think a lot of people were like, "Oh, Anthony Hopkins is never gonna take the legacy away from Brian Cox in this movie that I think a bunch of people didn't watch." Yeah, it probably holds up. I don't know. I've never seen it. (laughs) I think this movie is going to be terrifying unless somehow, by some miracle, uh, I have become um, immune Mm -hmm. to how horrible and frightening it is. In which case, maybe it'll be funny, or maybe I'll laugh hysterically. Just to protect myself from oh, freaking the hell out. I see. Uh, but I am really glad uh, that uh, I only ever have to watch this once more mm-hmm. uh, in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, I'll say uh, we are now going to take a break and go watch Silence of the Lambs. Yep. Uh, so we're going to hit pause and we'll be right back. Um. And we're back. We just watched one hour and 52 minutes of the terrifying <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. You, you kept, kept the clock? You kept the clock running? It in? I did. It's a pretty good movie like. I feel like, and I feel like <laughs> we and watch is a simplified form of what happened in that room. Because there was a good, I'm going to say, 12 to 18 percent of the movie where at least Molly and occasionally Beth were holding an object <laughs> near their face to sort of half-acidly block the screen. Yeah. Either screen it or, as Beth said, to remind you that it wasn't real. Yeah. Like, 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 like an artifact of the real world. Like, <laughs> this paper towel is real. It was a reality screen. Yeah. Right, um, to make sure that... I was watching it through my fingers yes. so I could see the screen, but I still knew, like, none of it was real. This is my hand. Yeah, this is my hand. This is my hand, this is what's not happening. the hand mm-hmm. of... One drowning. <laughs> <laughs> He's always drowning in his own voice. Yeah, he is. It's terrifying, right? Yes. That voice. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> there was a big Full bug down here in yeah. the basement. It's not just a bug. It's one of those centipedes that yeah. moves crazy fast, like the zombies in Twenty Eight Days. Right. And it might Later. be Later. the biggest Later. one I've ever 28 seen. Twenty Days so. is a movie I believe about Sandra Bullock <laughs> and <a> struggle with <laughs> substance Alcohol. abuse. Yes. yes. Yes, Very different. Or 27 Dresses? No. That is <laughs> that a movie, movie? starring Catherine Heigl about Ooh. something. Wedding? Being a bridesmaid. Some sort of wedding situation. Oh, Always, Always a Bridesmaid, Never, never a bride. bride. They probably couldn't yeah. call it that because I'm sure there's another movie from like 1938 with yeah. that title. With uh, probably Hepburn. had a spinster at wow. 25. Yeah. Hadn't been married yet. Anyway, Silence of the Wow. Good movie good Tense. movie um it was very good i will say it was a thousand percent creepier in a full screen television i, I can imagine <laughs> oh yeah that's good we got the spectrums yeah uh, much larger than you watched it Beth, yes. but yeah. much smaller than you watched the molly in the theaters absolutely would you say it's less creepy in a smaller, on a smaller, yeah. Yeah. I think in probably a residential I, setting. I am <laughs> certain that I saw more of the movie because there were some images I had never seen before. Mm. I'm pretty sure I was yeah. slumped down in my theater seat with my hands over my eyes for I would say 35 to 45 percent of it. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Uh, during the original viewing. Sure, you're tougher now. I, 
Yeah. <laughs> take it. Well. Then you were in 1991. Yes. When this movie came out. Yes. Not 1985 at all. No. Beth and Dan. 91. You guys nailed it. Yeah, we nailed it on 91. Uh, I will say that even knowing what was going to happen, I still thought it was really suspenseful. Yeah. <laughs> it was like there were a lot of tense moments. Yeah. No. And a ton of uh, very close face shots. Oh, my God. Shots. So mm-hmm. many close That's like half the movie. Yeah. It's just like face I time. think Anthony Hopkins was not in full close-up in maybe two <laughs> scenes. <laughs> yeah. Like two scenes and everything else is just dead center Hopkins face. Anytime he talks. Yeah. And that first person perspective was carried all the way through. And there's a a shot that I had never noticed before where um, all the police officers start crowding around a TV. And you see it from Clarice's perspective. And they allow the screen to get filled up by all these blue-shirted officers standing in front of her before they cut around to show her pushing through the crowd. Mm -hmm. It was very thorough. Yeah, I thought they did, or he, whoever, Jonathan Demme, I guess Mm -hmm. is the director, did a pretty good job of... Uh, doing a, a subtle job and a and an obvious job, but of like building that world of like she's both like a woman in a man's world as well as like a trainee in a full fledged officer's world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like there were a lot of shots where, like she got in the elevator and it was just like a bunch of tall dudes. Yeah, and like it framed itself. Gruff like, men. Look at the, all these dudes she's got to hang out with. Yep. But then also like there be creepers like when she's running on the beach with her friend Ardell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the Adelia. male cadets. Ardelia. Yeah. <laughs> Ardell. <laughs> Ardell could be a name. Sure. Uh, it probably all, is. All the cadets, dude cadets, check out that yeah, ass. They take a pass. Yeah. They're, uh, maybe they're just, you know, checking their corners, which is a lesson yeah. that Clarice still hadn't learned yeah. in FBI school. Always check your corners. Mm-hmm. That, danger corner. That never came back. That seems like it would have been a foreshadowing. I feel like it did, though. Like, she didn't... So there's that there's a scene in her training where she forgets to check her, her corner. corners and then she is quote unquote killed. Yeah, uh, in the training she's not actually killed. But that seems a weird like, movie. Yeah, she dies <laughs> forty minutes in. Then it ends. But that's the sort of thing where the you know the climactic moment she would spot the bad guy in her corner and that would save her life. Mm-hmm. But that's not how she got that. Before I her. appreciated that. Like I was thinking about that for the last twenty minutes of this movie. Where the whole time I just kept thinking, like, this is such a slow burn, like, nearly silent, just, like, tense, uh, you know, meeting of the protagonist and the villain. Yeah. But I kept thinking, like, if this movie were made today, yeah, there'd be, like, something like that, where, like, they would probably even bring it up verbally. (laughs) Good thing you checked your danger corner. (laughs) And, like, and especially, God, if it got made by one of those fucking hacks who make like the Saw movies or whatever. Like Buffalo Bill's house would have had like everything made out of skin and there'd be some dumbass nursery rhyme playing instead of like some kind of like pretty contemporary like I don't know. Buffalo Bill had some fun music while he was dancing around tucking that dong. You know? Yeah. That was like quietly playing. Like I thought that was creepier. Was, like his super fun music was like Quietly playing in his house. Yeah. But at no point was it just blasting through while she's running around panting, trying to shoot something. Yeah. At one point, she is looking in a music box, though. Yes. And that's a creepy little children's song right. playing while mm-hmm. the... She, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that wasn't... I'm saying... That's what yeah, I'm saying. If that were made today, okay. that music box would be in Buffalo Bill's house. He'd have, like, 20. <laughs> He'd, yeah, exactly. They'd all turn on at once when she walked into the room somehow. Yeah. They'd, like, all, like, open robotically or something. <laughs> 
I like, too, though, the way they use that training to set up our expectations and then be surprised by it. Because she tries to arrest Buffalo Bill the yeah. way she was trained to. Which yeah. is, turn around, put your hands behind your back, thumbs up. And he just does not cooperate books that it. way. Yeah, he just yeah. books it. Which is such a simple evasion yeah. uh, method that clearly she had not been trained for yet. Right. Yeah. Well, she'd probably, I mean... You know, she had probably never pulled her service weapon mm-hmm. on a real human being until that point. Yeah. So, like, that was, you know, but she was not ready to pull about. that trigger. It's that Jason Bourne, yeah. things aren't working out the way you expect. is totally. way more suspenseful than the James Bond get out of the water in a tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning scuba diving and then suddenly getting out of the water and having being, a tuxedo. Having a tuxedo. I, know she, okay. yeah, I think we all Well, are. I just, have you know. true lies, too. <laughs> Tuxedo? Yeah, Tuxedo. Oh, under the scuba thing. That was probably an homage. Probably. To Bond. That was a good movie. Yeah. You guys seem to realize. (laughs) (laughs) We could have watched that. Classic Cameron. Okay. Uh, How did we do? How did we do? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Pretty well. Moth out of the mouth. Beth? Yep. Yeah. Kind of. It was a cocoon. I think it counts. All right. It's still a moth. Did you imagine like a full Oh, like it unfurls? No, I thought of it as kind of in a pod form. But you'd think like once it had been in somebody's throat, it'd be kind of watered down. Well, the chrysalis is a hard uh, keratinous shell that can withstand several. Okay. (laughs) It's not like it was stomach acid is what I'm saying. It's just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, I they did pull it out with the tweezers. Yeah, yeah and it was weird. It made a gross noise. Oh, it did. Super Sound noise. design of this movie was top notch. Oh, yeah. it was amazing. Mm, incredible. Immediately, uh, the first scene, she's just running through the woods, which I said at the beginning, it wouldn't be scary if I Have the Tiger was playing. Yeah. yeah. But if it was like this kind of like creepy, like something bad is about to happen right. music, yeah. um, it made it real creepy. Or even like when they're doing the establishing shot of FBI school... They're just constantly hearing, like, they never show the gun range, but you were hearing shots being fired, the entire establishing shot of that building. So it's, like, already weirdly tense, even though it is clearly nothing is actually happening. Yeah, the score was real heavy. Yeah. I wrote Mm -hmm. thick score. Mm. Uh, Yeah. A little too heavy for me sometimes. But most of the time it was, like, good... Created the but moves. think about the think about what year this was made. Nineteen ninety one. Right, and then think about all the things that stole that exact combination of heavy music from this movie yeah. going forward. Mm-hmm. So at the time, it was probably like pretty great, and you probably just feel like it was too heavy because you've seen hundreds of other things that did the exact same right. thing. Yeah. yeah, no, I liked it. I liked it definitely. Uh, our, our, let's see if we were right on our most creepy moments. Oh. Beth and I, night vision. Yep. Yep. That, that was, was one of the for me. intense. I think, uh, yeah, I I kind of had two votes. Yeah, you had two. The other one was the, I wrote something mask. I can't remember. Um, face mask. Yeah. Face mask. Uh, which I actually, oh God, I actually think that scene was scarier for me when I just watched it. Oh, yeah? Wait. He's wearing the guard's skin mask? Not specifically the skin mask, but the... the part where he, uh, he, you know that he has the key for the handcuffs. And yeah. There's like a whole process that they're going to give him some food and they have to open up. He's in like a bird cage in the middle of a courthouse. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, you just like the tension in that scene is like you, uh, what is it? Is it dramatic irony when the audience knows what's happening, but the other people don't know what's happening? Sure. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> we all know what's going on. Yeah. We yeah. know that he's 
Oh, I guess we don't know that. I knew it because I'd seen it before. What? <laughs> that he was actually the person. There's Under the a, face. There's yeah. a cop. Um, there's a cop. He's lying on the ground. Uh, you think that it's there. The other cops think that it's their cop friend. Yeah. Really, it's Hannibal Lecter with a face on his face. Yes. Yeah. Not even. Not just face. Like full. He changes clothes. Yeah, yeah. And he. I mean, it's not like it's not like it's. Uh, a domino mask of cop face. Like, he took his hair. Like, he took the whole thing and just plopped yeah. it on his head. Yeah. Because when he rips that sucker off in the ambulance, like, it is most of that guy's head. Yeah. yeah. In skin form. Yeah. Yeah. We know... I mean, we know some of that. Yeah. I guess we don't... We don't know... Or the audience, the first time viewing, probably doesn't know that it's him... It definitely Until looks weird, though. He takes it off, right? You might guess. Because it doesn't there's... look like the guy. Like, the actor who played that guard, it does not look like that guard anymore. But it just, just looks like... He's been you just think he's fucked up. Yeah. yeah, but it's not yeah. like how everybody knows he's going to pick the handcuffs because they show the shot where he's palming yeah. the thing. Like, it's not that... To me, though, the creepiest part was the thing you didn't see, which was the sound of the second guard trying to get away. Ugh. Had yeah. little gasps and dragging sounds across the floor. Yeah. yeah. And Hannibal Lecter takes a sweet time and says, are you, I think, are we ready now or something like yeah, that. He yeah, does yeah. A, he had some good good callbacks by Anthony Hopkins. Because <laughs> he, when he puts his you know hands through the bars to get handcuffed, he says, like, whenever you're ready, yeah. Sergeant. Pepper, or whatever his mm-hmm. name is. Pembray. I wanted it to be Sergeant Pepper. We all and then he says the exact same thing, like, uh-huh. uh, after he picks up the little pocket knife yeah. and, like, walks off camera to go cut that dude's face off. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I had completely forgotten about the, like, crucifixion. Oh, my of, God, me it too. It was, like, oh. so horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. strings up the guard who he's up. not pretending to be. Yes. Like a... Yeah, like a Jesus. Like an American yeah. angel thing. And it's like yeah, or like an angel. And I'm pretty sure there's flies or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. upsetting. It's a it's pretty, pretty convincing like distraction. Like, the, yeah. like, I don't know that you'd be as concerned about, does other this guy. face belong to this right. guard? There's yeah. enough other information you're trying to process yes. at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty gross. I still <laughs> don't, and this bothered me the first time I watched this movie, I don't understand how he got the part of the pen that he used to pick the handcuffs. Because he was strapped up to that gurney, he looks at the pen, the camera looks at the pen, and then we just accept that it is in his body at that point. Yeah. I yeah. think we're to believe that there was some time where he was free in his cell. Sure. After that. Oh, and, and he left the pen there. And the warden, yeah, the warden just left the pen oh, right. there because he forgot about it. Sure. Because of hubris. Yes, that's true. He yeah. That dude. Yeah. Dr. Chilton. 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 Yeah. First scene, Frederick. first thing he does, hits on Jodie Foster yeah, in he was, the worst way. Right. Oh. He was the guy that we thought was like the the asshole other cop that yeah. was going to be like, good luck. Yeah. And that, that didn't really pan out that no. way. At first he was just sort of like mildly creepy, I yes. would say. It was like, how long are you going to be in Baltimore? Ugh. I'll show you around. Not in like a, like in a creepy way, but not in a dangerous creepy no, way. No, like, a, like a John Malkovich pre-freak out creepy. Yeah. The first like, thing, there's something off about him, but he hasn't done anything overtly threatening. It hasn't overtly threatening, maybe, but certainly super creepy. Like just the way his, his intentions lips are clear. His intentions are clear. Over those teeth. Oh my god! Was super again with a close-up shot. It yeah. was like I kind of wanted to throw up just hearing oh. him try to make small talk. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was a gross dude. Did and then he job. then he was kind of an asshole later mm-hmm. in like a power struggle way. Uh, but he got 
It's we're led to believe he gets what's coming to him yes. in the epilogue. Yes, he is apparently on some non-American place. Yeah, yep. like like Haiti, maybe, maybe. or maybe. somewhere. Some, uh, yeah, Haiti or Dominican. Po- I'm Republic guessing Canada. somewhere in the Caribbean zone. Yeah, what was that? I accidentally said Dominican Republican. Oh, <laughs> and I was hoping. Or those it was Dominican Pac- Republicans. Republicans. Yeah, yeah. Got a primary. Uh, I wanted to say that the other thing about so my my scariest scene was number one when creeps scene number one creeps Clarice explains about the lambs Ugh. yes and that is in fact incredibly creepy to think about all those lambs yeah. screaming uh, and her sense of powerlessness yeah the thing that I caught watching it this time that I didn't catch before is how consistent her character is that even though she was scared to look she had to yeah and that is such her character trait like. Uh, going to investigate that first patient's storage locker unit that had been locked oh. since 1980. Yeah. And she has to, She, I mean, nothing stops her from getting to the truth, even as terrifying as it is. Yeah. I thought how cool to have established that from the time she was a very little she is, She is, without question, ba- basically Batman. Yeah, she's big time Batman. Like, she's essentially what Batman, like, that's the closest you would get to a more realistic Batman without the costumes and the craziness. Like, yeah. that or, sort or of... the money. Yeah. Yeah. Just straight detective. Right. Mm-hmm. But straight up detective and fearlessness. Yeah. Um, right. Because... He, or not even... No. No. Because if she were fearless, I would have cared about her less. Sure. She was clearly scared right. and went anyway. Yeah. I and mean, she was like... I mean, she was basically freaking out the whole time she was in Buffalo Bill's Cellar oh. of Horrors. And who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a creepy basement. Cre- so many doors. Which, as we said, there's Why been a lot there of... Why so many doors? Non-permit... Yeah. ...additions there. Right. There's no way anybody's basement is that big. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and certainly the well... The well keeps yeah. women in. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Women well seems a little against code. Yeah. <laughs> what I was thinking about during the Lamb story was that YouTube compilation that went around the internet a few months ago about goats. Uh, sounding like people? Sounding oh. like people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder if lambs also sound Probably, like people when they yeah. scream. Oh, my gosh. I had a cat who, if you tried to give her a bath, would scream like a woman. <laughs> scream like, no. Like, <laughs> like a woman being about to be murdered. Oh. It was terrifying. Did you ever get the cops called on you? No, I just stopped <laughs> giving her baths. Sure. I don't think you have to bathe cats... Not they, anymore. They this is back themselves. in the olden days. Back when cats were real dirty. <laughs> dirty cat times. Yeah. Well, no, you used to have to bathe them because they would get fleas. Do you guys remember fleas? They don't. What do you mean? They don't what, happen anymore. Sure, they do. They don't still they? Happen. No, but they've got such good medicine now. You never oh, encounter I see. them. Oh, you give them that. Well, maybe in this, drops. maybe in our spoiled urban environment. That's true. I'm sure plenty of cats still have fleas out in the fields, uh, West Virginia, <laughs> or whatever, where <laughs> some of this movie takes Lamb. place. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for bringing us back. There you go. Yeah. Bring it back. Uh, and then Dan's number one creep time was just hanging out with Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Still number one for you? Anything beat it out? It was super creepy. It was super... Like, the part where... The part where uh, Lecter just... The whole lamb thing where he just, like, completely breaks her down. Yeah. Like, that was definitely the most, like, silent, tense moment mm. of the movie. Yeah. Because she is falling apart yeah. on the inside. And props to Jodie Foster. For doing that entirely with her face and whisper talking. (laughs) But every time they cut back to that house, it was still just sort of like, this is just gross. This is a gross man in his gross house. Yeah, his lipstick, putting on lipstick to pop songs 
and saying, <laughs> And again, I made this aside while we watched the movie. But again, he was not wearing a wig. He was wearing a woman's scalp. Yeah. On his head. <gasps> he was? Yes. Yeah. That was oh. not a wig. Yeah, you could see. That was not oh. a wig. I thought it looks crazy. Yeah. I thought he just teased his hair. No. <laughs> oh. That was a woman's scalp and a kimono, perhaps? Yeah. yeah. Butterfly-like kimono. That makes that scene a thousand times creepier. Yeah. Oh. Then he tucked it back. He did the, he danced. He definitely danced. But thank God we got, we got our one Buffalo Bill Demi close up while doing the talk back because that was we needed that you know we yep. needed that yeah. moment to just live in that moment exactly I'm kind of surprised wait you mean mid it. shot not close up right do no, I there, there's a close up of his face where he like he kind of he he's looks up like he's against the mirror trying to do yeah. something and you can say he's adjusting out of frame yeah. oh and then he backs up and then he backs up and does his little basketball dance. <laughs> Vessel across the shoulders. Yeah, he's like yeah. one of those, uh, you know, used car lot inflatable <laughs> men. Yeah. I'll never think of those the same. I think what made him extra creepy is that Buffalo Bill actually seems slightly sympathetic at one point. Yeah. When she refuses to put on the lotion... Uh, his hostage refuses to put on the lotion. Yeah. Uh, not Jergens, by the way. Not Jergens. No, there was a clearly blank bottle. Yeah. But it did look like a classic yeah. Jergens bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I they just took the label off. I think that, for yeah. sure. They did drop Avion skin cream earlier. Yes, they did. Jody yes. Foster uses that, but... Yes. Uh, but uh, there's this great moment where you can tell she's getting to him with her pleas yeah. and wanting to see her mom. And I mean, it just gets incredibly emotional. Yeah. Yeah. And he eventually erupts. Um, but you, you get a little sense of his humanity. Uh, and the same with uh, Hannibal Lecter. When they put that mask on him and it just mashes his nose down. Mm-hmm. Like And, and uh, what, Frederick Chilton, the psychologist, is such a jerk. Just such an unforgivably terrible, power-hungry narcissist that it actually... I know, it just for me created room for them to be extra creepy because they were more real. Yeah. Unlike, let's just say, any of the villains in Batman. Sure. Right. Yeah, you don't feel for... Batman Zing. Tommy Lee Jones at all. (laughs) Not really. Twin honeys. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say probably uh, Warden Chilton. Is he a warden? I don't think so. No, he's a psychologist. He's like like head doctor. Doctor He was a doctor for sure. He's probably the least sympathetic character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he's not a monster, well, but he's like, there's no part of you that's like. But I'm not, I mean, I personally at no point was like, oh, I want to see Lecter get, you know what I mean? Like, at no point was I like, yeah, good for him. Anytime he made it, anytime he won, you know, in any sure. way. But he's polite, at least. Sure. <laughs> he is polite. <laughs> he has manners. He's a gentleman. <laughs> he's a gentleman. Yes. And, uh, yeah, Molly was right uh, on a couple lines, including that Ooh. would be rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And also. Great line. The big laugh line of the movie. <laughs> Don't worry. You're safe. You're safe. Yes. As she's desperately shutting doors Just that like Buffalo Bill might pop Shaking out. with fear. Yes. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> That's what you put on the trailer. It's like the, the button. Yeah. Yep. I remembered it as very funny. <laughs> I want to edit a trailer using the laugh li- lines from this movie. Yep. Um, with Yakni Sax in the background. Yes. And make it seem like Silence of the Lambs is a comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Put it on YouTube. Um, make a million YouTube bucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is that how I do it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Every hit is one YouTube buck. Yeah. <laughs> and each YouTube buck is worth 
negative ten <laughs> American dollars. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, Molly uh, nailed it with the semen throw. Yeah. Oh, early on. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, was that way was... more graphic than Dude, I remember. Dude definitely jerked it and then just just, just flung just, it. Yeah, it right? was. Nailed her like eye adjacent. Eye. Yeah. It was gross. It was close to if not in. I want to say I did not catch that the first time I watched that. I probably was just oblivious to what was happening. Yeah. Or maybe you minimized maybe the screen minimized. already. Yeah, I don't know that it, that scene was scary enough for me to minimize. Oh, minimum. No. <laughs> M&M's you can do the screen. You can do it. M&M's. Can't yeah, you were you were not a young child when you saw this. <laughs> no, this was no, recently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so, not that recently. Let's say 2008. So okay. you would have comprehended what was going on. Oh, yeah. Right. Sure, you just didn't remember. I just probably blocked it yeah. out. <laughs> that makes sense. It was pretty gross. And then that guy got... Talked into his own suicide. Yes. That's some Batman villain shit right, right? there. That's incredible. Swallowing his own tongue? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, Lecter is... Like, they very much set him up as a Batman villain. Because, yeah, he can talk people into killing themselves. Yeah. He apparently has an incredible sense of smell. Right. I'm pretty sure he didn't blink for, like, the first <laughs> half of that movie. Like, yeah. every time they cut to him looking at her, it's just, like... I mean, Hopkins must have had to have, like, a bottle of eye drops next <laughs> to him every time they cut from a take. Because that dude just kept it wide. Yeah. Um, I will say that he only had approximately 25 minutes of screen time. Wow. Which yeah. is trivia time. Oh. <laughs> the second least amount of time that an actor was on screen and also won an Academy Award. Nice. Oh. Was it Curly from Curly's Gold? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I thought it was What's-Her-Name for playing the Queen. Uh, no? Maybe. I don't know. I don't I, you guys, I didn't look up the trivia that close. <laughs> Sorry. Just pulled the facts about this movie. Oh. On track. Yep. <laughs> and he gets second billing, too, in this yeah. movie. A-Hops. That's pretty great. Yeah, that's that surprised me, actually. What a great nickname. A-Hops. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Little J-Fost. Little J-Fost. <laughs> J-Fost and A-Hops. Jofo. Jofo. Nope. <laughs> it was nice to watch a movie with no cold open. The movie just started. Yeah. There were titles. And then they just you, and then the movie just started. Went for it, yeah. yeah, it didn't. There wasn't as much. Uh, I don't know. Fanfare. Yeah, there was like, wasn't hey, an There was no cartoon <laughs> opening like some of our favorites, which is disappointing. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to see like a little animated Hannibal Lecter run around. Oh, like that'd be like his backstory. Like they'd show you what he did before. He he writes uh, Anthony Hopkins with a pen. Yeah, and he tucks it in his pocket and wings <laughs> <at> the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see him brutally murder another person, and then say and have. Sells a snack. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the like organs that he's like devouring perform uh-huh. like spill out and form yeah. names as oh they come. Across. Oh, and then mo- then form into moths and fly away. Ooh, yeah. this is good. Yeah, <laughs> we should write to MGM. Or- MGM. I think Lion. Yeah, the Lion was Lion. there as well as the Orion. When they do the remake, that was my line of. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do that again. It's me, a Lion. <laughs> Rah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Every time a movie starts, it's just rah. <laughs> that's how you know. It's a quality it's picture. Fun. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> Having fun at this movie. Fun, like rah. fun. Rah. I'm a lion. Look at well, speaking of Jodie Foster having the top billing, uh, she, her character, um, does such a beautiful job. As a feminist movie, this is fantastic. Yeah. Not only does it pass the Bechtel test. It does. Uh, with Ardelia. With my colors. 
uh, because she has a best friend who is named, and they talk about many topics on three different occasions. Yes, often they are talking about Hannibal Lecter. I don't know if I call it flying colors. Some of the passes are like, oh, hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? But there was one where they were specifically talking about, like, FBI school stuff. Like, they were yeah. two active students discussing their education. And yeah. she helps her solve the case. Yes, which is yeah. badass. For a which for is... a small part like that, the fact that she is helping and responsible in, like, creating the final moment. And then Jodie Foster's character has this beautiful scene where her boss sells her out. Uh, he um, they're, they're in a small town, and it's full of a bunch of deputies who are all men. Uh, and Jodie Foster appears to be literally the only woman in the entire town, much less in this room. Yes. And uh, her boss says, uh, I'd rather not talk, you know, given this case, I'd rather not uh, talk about it in front of mixed company. And he kind of glances over at Jodie Foster's character, and uh, the room clears out, and she's left by herself. Uh, and later on, he's like, that seemed to really get to you. Uh, don't let it. I was just uh, trying to get the room clear. And she says, bless her heart. Mm. Uh, uh, Those other guys, they look up to you, so it matters. I was like, drop the mic? Yeah. Yeah. That was in 1991. Yeah. Yeah. And he takes the note. Yeah. He does. He's like, hmm. Point taken. Yeah. You guys jumped down his throat later in the movie. That guy was all right. (laughs) The guy who I thought was Roy Schneider. (laughs) (laughs) While we're on the topic of that part of the movie where they're yeah. at that dead girl's funeral or whatever. Yeah. There was that one moment where, like, the mortuary guy, like, at first he seems to be just, like, very carefully unzipping the body <laughs> bag, and suddenly, with, like, a magician's flourish, he, like, yanks it off the gurney. I think that must have been, you think that was, like, an improv moment where that guy's like, this is my one scene, I gotta make an impact. Yeah, that was It was weird. weird. Yeah. Unzip and... He's a showman. showman. I guess that is like the biggest part of his job. It's like finally I get to reveal the body or whatever. You probably got to put it in the bag too, right? Sure. Yeah. But the reveal, that's... That's a bigger deal. That's a big moment. Yeah. yeah, Like if he were a magician, that would be his greatest... I suppose in his in his mind, like if I don't open this bag, they'll never solve the case. Yeah. So this is an important moment. (laughs) Everyone, pay attention. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Look at me. <laughs> oh, Ooh. the dog. Oh, the dog. Buffalo Guys, Bill's dog? Buffalo Bill's dog yes. is named Precious. Pre- yeah. And Princess? Precious. Precious. And the reason I know for sure it's Precious is because when I grew up in Memphis, <gasps> Tennessee, my neighbor had a little white poodle named oh, Precious. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Your neighbor was Buffalo Bill? Maybe. Oh, my God. Uh, but it's... <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh, yeah, good on that, uh, the well girl. Yeah, right? Being, that uh, was a... I mean, she was in trouble. Yeah. No doubt about it. But she was she was fighting back. That was smart. That was she a smart was... move on her part to get the dog down there. Yeah, somehow managed to get the dog. I guess trapped it in the bucket with a chicken bone and yeah. pulled it over the edge. Yeah, We don't Correct. see it, but that's, yeah. It's implied. Yeah. And then it's like gonna snap the dog's neck. I would. I didn't remember how it turned out, but I was real nervous she was gonna kill that dog. Right. That would have mm-hmm. been real rough. It would have been rough. Real, rough. Would have been real rough. Real, 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 real. God damn it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I loved the bug nerds. Yes. The they two, were, she takes yeah. the Sassy. cocoon to, I don't know their relation. They're her friends, maybe? I don't know. It wasn't. No, she called ahead. Yeah, they, I think they were just the experts nearby. Okay. Because mm-hmm. then they come to, like, her graduation. Well, maybe they helped her solve the case. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 
that fight checks out. But they're too like maybe they're she like, starts dating the one. Whoa, because so. that was the only reciprocated flirtation in the entire movie. And he was like pretty nice about it, mm-hmm. you know. He was awkward, but not in a creepy I way. I guess really what what made it nice is that she asked, "Are you hitting him?" He just goes, "Yeah." Whereas everyone else just like, "Let me be creepily coy about it." Yeah. Mm. But she was smiling a lot. She was. Like she. It was clearly a mutual flirt. Well, she had to butter him up so they'd teach about the moths. I don't think they were. You think Foster? Do you think they would hold back on getting to talk about their favorite topic? That's true. To a hot young thing like Jodie Foster? I think Just to each general. other. Like a cool clue in a murder mystery That's true. based on They were on really excited study. when they found out it was evidence in a murder. But they were they were pretty classically nerdy. Like yes. the one dude had kind of crossed, crossed eyes. eyes and like a shirt buttoned up all the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. dude had glasses. Classic nerd. Classic, Classic nerd quality. Uh, Dan yeah. Jaquette is wearing glasses. Oh, oh. I've been outed. Oh. Death's head moth. We don't really get an explanation for why he likes that moth. Uh, like, Lecter, like moths in general, like they come out and yeah. they're beautiful. But why those I think maybe ones? just like the way they look. Or something. Because they're death's head. Maybe. Death's that might have just been the screenwriter like, yeah. Yeah. Death. What death bugs are there? <laughs> right. Search into Alta Vista here. Sure. Or maybe just because they were like exotic yeah. and different and yeah. that's what Buffalo Bill wanted I guess to be. he wanted to be exotic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wore that kimono. I'm an exotic Dolled himself up. Yeah. You know. Listen to jams. Oh, my goodness. That actor... That is a that is a thankless role right there. Yeah, because everybody's going ape shit. Like think about when that movie came out. Everyone's going ape shit. But Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster's star is on the rise, and here's this dude who was like, "Yeah, I'll play the creepy guy making a skin suit <laughs> with my pierced nipples, yeah, uh, and my weird voice." Do you think that's his real voice? I no, hope not. I don't think so. God, I hope not. That'd be weird. I can't get dates. Cute. I think it was a character choice. I bet he shaved his head after that movie. And like grew a mustache? Yeah. Because <laughs> he had like, I mean, he was very, that was very much a like, I mean, to be fair, that was a character actor's dream role. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you're kind of weird role. looking. What? It was a meaty role. Ugh. You know what I mean? uh, but he didn't really <laughs> cut into it. I mean, he just skinned him. It doesn't really count. Yeah, no. Lecter, meaty role. That would have been a better. A thin pun? <sighs> just skin the surface? Ah, that's of better. what? I don't know. Of making a decent pun. Come on. <laughs> 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 that's the one. Oh, amazing. Yeah. But yeah, like that guy, I don't know, I always, uh, I'm always impressed by like the more obscure actors who fucking kill it in movies like that. Because mm-hmm. like the movie would be, sh- like the movie would have been not necessarily garbage, much closer to garbage if that guy, if that role had not been just aced. Yeah. No, yeah. he did an incredible job. And so did the woman who played Catherine, the woman who was held the captive. The victim. Yeah, totally. Yeah. She does a beautiful job. And I, I guess I said this when we were watching the movie, but uh, just even the way she sings along with American Girl yeah. just makes you immediately fall in love with her and get a sense of who she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then she's nice enough to help uh, a stranger put a chair couch in into oh. a van. Which she should never do. Which was a... Cargo van. Cargo van. Boom! Right. Oh, no windows. No windows. <laughs> Although it seemed almost like a conver- a weirdly converted conversion van. It was Like weird. he had added wood paneling yeah. to the inside. Yeah. It was like a bluish gray color. It was creepy. It was creepy. Actually, the detail that creeped me out the most, and I don't know why this would matter, 
but the way he climbs into the back and closes the door behind him yeah. instead of shutting the doors and walking around to the driver's side. Well, he had to, well, he had to beat her cut off. her off her shirt first to oh. make sure she had the right back skin or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gross. Yeah, was he getting back skin from her? Yeah. He was getting back so. skin from most of them at that point, I think. I don't get why he can't. I guess had... I guess because he's a weirdo, but why yeah. can't he just skin one woman or maybe two? And, like, take most of their skin. I don't think skin works that way. <laughs> I think he wanted some prime spots. Yeah. yeah. I don't know I don't if human skin even hard. works that way. Ooh, also because he needed it to fit on him, right? So it had to be, he needed a lot of skin. So, like, oh, like, he always looked for, like, the stockier women, but they weren't as tall as him. Right. So he couldn't just, but like... No, but he was taking tiny pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could have taken terrible. all of the skin, right? Then he's got a bunch of skin. But he was clearly... Ah. When they show the woman's suit, the half-finished woman's suit, like, he's clearly taking certain parts for certain parts. You yeah. You know what I mean? I guess the answer is because he's a, he's a psycho weirdo, and he has I think specific also, skin needs. And also, it might be partially just in terms of filmmaking, it was way creepier to have these weird diamonds off the backs of these women. Right. Ooh, right. Yeah. yeah. But not all of them. I mean, they showed the pictures. Not all of them had the weird diamond bags. Yeah. Some of them had their... I mean, he took boob skin. Yeah, and there was a boob on the suit. Yeah, he only had one boob. Yeah. I'm kind of... I wonder if they ever wanted to have him dress in a skin suit and, like, they couldn't get it to To look look. good. Yeah, maybe. Or if they just thought that was, like, too much. That might have been too much. I think it's too much. It was enough to see it on the form. Yeah. But even that was, like, not... Super in your face, but it was just there. It like you saw it, and it was obvious, but it I wasn't like a close up on no. it. Which, again, if it were made today by one of those saw assholes, yeah. <laughs> it'd be like a rotating oh, camera. Yeah, it'd like zoom you know. in. Can I point out that when you said saw before, you called them hack? Oh, oh. <laughs> nailed it! Oh god, are there any more bets? Do we can we just move on? Um, uh, uh, we did have a bet about the Bechdel test that I don't want us to forget. Okay. Um, the, uh, I wrote it down. Hold the on. name of the, yes, the graphic name, artist. Okay. What, what was our guess? Allison. Or, correct. Yes. yes. Allison Bechdel. Boom. The, 10 minutes after all. What did we think the name of the cartoon was? Dykes to watch out for. I said Dykes in Paradise, nailed which out. sounds did really Did I get it? I said, just, I said nailed out. Nailed out. <laughs> nailed out. I nailed out. I nailed out. Dykes uh, to watch yeah, out for. Dykes to watch out for. Yeah. Yeah. I've never read it. Points I have read one of her graphic novels, and Ooh. it was a memoir of her uh, childhood growing up in a funeral home. And it oh. was delightful. Yeah. Like a six feet under situation? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Not really. I mean... I've only seen part of that show, but I don't think so. Okay. It was mostly just about, like, my dad was weird, and I was gay, and didn't know how to tell him. Oh. It's good. Fun Home by Alison Bechdel. <laughs> <laughs> find it at your local bookstore. Yeah. Or your library. Or a library. That's that also stuff. fine. Yeah. Also fine. <laughs> uh, what else we got? I Ooh. wrote Face Off. What? In oh. Because <laughs> take the Fed. I yeah, with Face Off. About Face Off. Right. Which is an incredible movie. Yes, in, it is. In a much different way. Yes. What if <laughs> Nicolas Cage had played Hannibal Lecter oh my God. and John oh Travolta had played God. Buffalo Bill? Whoa. Whoa. Think about it. Smoothly. Now I want that movie to be made. <laughs> I don't even care if the Saw Guys make it. I want that movie the to be made. Saw Guys make it. Remake. Cartoon. <laughs> cartoon intro. <version. laughs> oh, all cartoon. Yeah. All cartoon. Completely animated. Just the voices. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I wrote down uh, that this movie has the rare... Uh, 
quality of basically saying, like, you know, you always look out for when the character says the name of the movie. Yeah. This movie says, like, essentially the opposite of the title of the movie. Because, like, four times Hannibal Lecter says something about, like, the screaming of the lambs or something, like, over and over, almost to, like, piss off the audience, it yeah. seems like. Uh, I wrote, more like screaming of the lambs, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Yeah, it's yeah, another, uh, I feel like it's another, maybe it's the name of the book, so who knows mm-hmm. who gets the credit, but mm. there's another, like, subtle twist, right? Because the yeah. silence of the lambs is her hope, yes. right? Yeah. To not It's her MacGuffin. Yeah. Isn't the MacGuffin before the hmm? thing? Isn't the MacGuffin the event that happens MacGuffin's before? the thing you're seeking out. Oh. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Like okay. the Ark of the Covenant is a go-to example. Oh, okay. Indiana cool. Jones. Different movies. Speaking <laughs> of Indiana Jones, though, okay. I want to point out that uh, for Buffalo Bill, our serial killer, it was not bad enough that he was killing people and using their skin. He was also... A Nazi. Oh, yeah. That's true. He was a Nazi who crafted <laughs> quilts Swastika with quilts. swastikas on Yeah. Yeah. That seemed a little unnecessary. Yes. I mean, we already thought he was creepy and terrible. Yeah. yeah. I, think it, I think it added to the, uh, the set design in yeah. a way. Made mm-hmm. it more creepy. But, yeah, still, I was like... Or yeah. maybe, let me throw this out there. Maybe that lady whose house it was was the Nazi. Oh. The one that they all used to sew for. Ooh. Ooh, guys. Who, the reveal of her, that was real disturbing. That was weird. And I'm still not sure what it was. They, no. they like, it opens a door was, in the basement. And she's, like, in a bathtub. But it was, like, full. But it's, like, full of, Full like, of brown? stuff. Like, partly her. And it, it looked like maybe it was made out of wax. It looked weird. See? Like, did you see a human... There's a human form. Yes. Yeah. But there's no, like, clear indication that it is a person. There is gray hair on top oh, of that I head. I see that. Yeah. I'm missing all these hairs. Which hair. suggested <laughs> it is the lady whose house it was. Yeah. Oh. It's, that's a little, um... Uh, spoiler alert. Psycho. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe it was an homage to Psycho. It could be. Mm. No? No, probably no, not. not it. You don't no. think so? Let's do... A repeating segment. Yes, a segment I like to call hashtag nailed it, in which I go on twitter.com, I look up hashtag the name of the movie, and see what strange things come out of uh, the mind of the Twitterverse. But uh, because I don't want to give credit to these people, because nobody cares. Yeah. Uh, the official canon of <laughs> Toad's Recall is that all of these tweets are from <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Ashton wrote, on some Anthony Hopkins up in this Mothka, M-A apostrophe F-K-A, which yeah. is a yeah. abbreviation of motherfucker that I have never seen before in my life. <laughs> Mothka. Mothka. Eating lamb chops. Hashtag signs of the wings. Oh. Yeah. That was another weird, I guess it's not that subtle, but when he orders, the right before he breaks out of the birdcage, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this guy's been ordering lamb chops every meal, extra rare. Yeah. And that right after he hears the lamb story. Because yeah. mm-hmm. he's... Uh, and drawn an incredibly elaborate oh, picture God. of Jodie Foster Holding cradling a lamb. A lamb. Oh, so <laughs> gross. That's super gross. This one's insane. This one is an Instagram... This is an Instagram link that I actually probably can guess what it relates to. Okay. But I'm not going to tell you. I encourage you to Google it yourself. But it's out of context. It's hilarious. Hashtag Bill Cosby. Because... <laughs> Because pudding pops, that's why. And then three star emojis, hashtag Buffalo Bill, 
Hashtag Silence of the Lambs. Hashtag Pudding Pops. <laughs> Ashton what? Kutcher. What? Everybody. <laughs> I don't care what that's about. Just Google it. Pudding Pops? I encourage you to Google it. You will <laughs> learn it. You will reveal, it will reveal itself to you. <laughs> this has been Hashtag Nailed It. <laughs> <laughs> How how did people like the movie overall? We thought we would like it still. I guess we didn't really weigh in too heavily. I think we all just sort of thought like we were going to be disturbed by this. Yeah. I was probably more, eh, a little more creeped out and probably liked it a little more. But I, don't, I still liked it the first time I saw it. I was still creeped right. out. It's pretty even viewing for now versus probably 15 years ago when I saw it. I felt like I actually liked the movie more and appreciated it more, uh, even though it scared the crap out of me. And I am unhappy with how much I'm thinking about back skin right now. Ooh, <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I liked it more. But it was definitely a point, like when we were watching it in that basement where my friend was like, guys, shut up, or whatever, while we were riffing. There was definitely a point in that movie... Where the tension got high enough where even, like, us dumb teens just, like, shut our fucking mouths and got into it. Because it is a really... I mean, the last, like, half an hour of that movie is terrifying. Mm. In a very sophisticated way. It's not, like, crazy jump outs. It's just, like, everyone is very tense. There are multiple killers just hanging out in the world. Uh, And I find, a lot of the times when I watch movies like this, or really any movie, as an adult... With, like, a fully formed uh, sense of the emotional spectrum and actually being invested in my own life and the lives of other humans. <laughs> that I'm much more invested in stuff like the last half an hour of this movie where, like, shit is getting real, lives are on the line, and it is terrifying. And I appreciated that. And I think I actually enjoyed the movie more this time around. And was sort of like, oh, this is why this is such a popular movie and why everybody dug it. Because it's amazingly tense in a not annoying way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they were never trying super hard. I don't know. Like, at no point. cheap. Like, some movies no. build tension cheaply yeah. and, like, surprise you cheaply yeah. with, like, sound and cutting things quickly. This, this movie, never did yeah, that. like, this movie never seemed to, like, cheaply try to bother you. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's even... Was there even one moment where anything, like, jumped out for no reason? No jump outs. You know what I mean? I don't think. The, the like, creepy old lady in the bathtub was kind of that a quick... That was still just like, sort of, like, a quick shot. It wasn't like... But yeah. didn't have, like, the big She didn't, like, hole. fall out of a closet or something. <laughs> I will say that there was a scene where it did cover my eyes, because I could not handle the tension, where she was in the, um... The like warehouse, and she found like a head in a jar, oh, God. Oh, yeah. which I never actually saw. I will trust that there was a head in the jar, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I didn't even know when it happened because they didn't have that like classic mm-hmm. scary movie thing like, where the music goes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I really liked that aspect of it. Like the tension was um, because of story, yes. and not because of like cheap like. Like you said, theatrical <laughs> stunts breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. That's good. One other good thing I want to say about the ending: when they, I remember, I knew it was coming this time because I had seen it. But when they are build, they're like doing the parallel stories of like the cops surrounding the house, 
and Buffalo Bill and the dog yeah. drama. And, like, his doorbell rings. Oh, that was and amazing. Obviously, you're meant to think that the cops do have the right house, because they do, and the doorbell's ringing or whatever. Yeah. But then the reveal is, like, no, that's Jodie Foster ringing the doorbell. 400 miles away. And they're, yeah, completely yeah. in a different state. That was, that was awesome. Well done. I Great. completely forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job, whoever. Jonathan Demme. And or Troy Tull something. Aikman. Whoever wrote the script. Who cares about script? Oh, writers, come on right? now. Jesus. Rawr, it was me the line. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the script. It's my story. Wait, Buffalo is the line Bill. Buffalo Bill? <laughs> yeah. Give me that skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'd like to point out that we, in regards to what we first talked about at the top of the show about... Uh, how movies are bad at gender roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Molly and I both <laughs> at the final, <laughs> in the graduation party at the end, when, when Jodie Foster finally gets her like FBI job for officially or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they cut to someone cutting an amazingly elaborate mm-hmm. uh, federal government seal cake. And a woman is cutting it. And Molly and I both assumed it was just another FBI agent <laughs> cutting the cake. And we were both just like, oh, why does one have to do it? And then it became very clear, oh, no, that is a caterer uh, employed to serve food yeah. for the event. Still a female caterer, though. You yes. can get a little mad about it if you want. I guess. She's got a job. Yeah. yeah. She's paying. She's probably paying for She's college. independent independent lady. Independent lady. I feel like there's that a fine a child line. of Jimmy Stewart and Bane. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which is basically what Buffalo Bill is, if yeah. you think about it. Oh, it's boy. True. Yeah. No, put the lotion. Clarence! Put the lotion in the bath! <laughs> Give me... <laughs> oh my god, bro. Oh, precious. Precious. That's like droopy dog. <laughs> you guys sound more like a Muppet. <laughs> uh, well, happy Halloween, everyone. All right. <laughs> Simpsons joke. We stole that was from the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sue us, Fox. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Totes Recall. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Totes Recall Pod. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. It helps more people find the show. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. For more information, check out noisepicnic.com slash totes recall. Toads! Toads recall! I'm a lion! <laughs> I need help putting my sofa in my van! <laughs> You're a nice lady! Ah!